Welcome to The Contact Show. In this episode, I'm talking to Lily Lux. She's an accomplished model that's worked with a lot of big name companies like Lane Bryant, Fashion Nova, Lace.com, TJ Maxx. She has 2 million followers on Instagram. And we talk about how she was able to do all of that while suffering from depression. Enjoy the show. Was like depression, anxiety, is that something that you had all your life? Or like, did it come on later on? That's a really good question. I basically grew up in like a family with both of my parents being depressed my whole life. So I think kind of like my true self was kind of like hidden away for a while because it was so masked by these kind of like depressive behaviors and stuff. So yeah, I don't know what age it started, but it definitely got worse like as I moved abroad. What do you mean by um, you grew up with your like parents being depressed? Uh, well, it was actually one of the things I found out in therapy, uh, I always thought I was an introvert. And um, my therapist told me that I was actually an extrovert who had uh, masked my extroverted tendencies to fit in with my depressed parents, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I kind of like kept myself a little bit hidden, a little bit more subdued in order to be able to fit in with the family. I would imagine like as a, as a kid, then you were um, really extroverted. Yeah, super active, super outgoing, like always like on the go and energetic. And then I think I just, you know, learned to kind of keep myself quieter and shut up and not be a problem. Do you like um, suffer more from like depression or anxiety or both? I would say that's a good question. They definitely come and go at different times and sometimes together, but probably more depression than anxiety. I would imagine like from other people that I, I talked to about depression and from myself having like a few episodes myself, I've I felt like depression a few times um, in my life, but it was mostly like recently. Um, I don't know what it's like for you, but I know for me, it comes on like at random times to where mm-hmm. like, I don't even know what, like there was nothing to trigger it. You know, it's just like the feeling that I get in and like, I have no idea why, why I'm feeling that way is that like similar to your situation? Yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the most confusing things about depression is sometimes there's not a logical reason, like a rational reason for it. I've had some people that are like, oh, you have nothing to be depressed about, but that's just it. You don't always know why it's there. Sometimes it just pops up. Kids these days, they'll see, you know, like other models or influencers or whatever. And because they're only portraying the highlights of their life, Mm -hmm. they imagine that these people live a perfect life when yeah. no nobody has a perfect life. The thing is that it's kind of like almost causes the same kind of cycle because then they'll start comparing the people that they look up to. They'll start comparing their lives to their own and say, well, my life isn't that great. It's not ex- as exciting. You know, I'm not traveling the world and going to all these cool places and, and I don't have all these cars and houses. In turn, that makes them feel bad about their own lives. Uh I think it's great, you know, that like you talk about that. um, And I hope like other people too, to like shed some light on reality and and, like to know that even people that are really successful and seem to have like a good life also have the same struggles and problems as, uh, as normal people. Oh yeah, completely. I mean, I used to live in Los Angeles and I worked with celebrities and stuff. And I just saw so much sadness, like so much emptiness as a society. uh, People are starting to wake up, you know, people are starting to realize that everything's an inside job, you know, like the money and the success and the beauty isn't going to complete you at all. 
So like my question is like I imagine, you know, you're busy creating content for for companies and going to photo shoots and television appearances and, and stuff like that. What do you do when you have episodes of depression and you still need to go to work or when you have to feel like client obligations? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, kind of like the definition of a professional is to like just keep plowing through when you don't feel like it. But I mean, most of my business that I have set up now, like I am very much in control of every project that I accept. And, uh, you know, if I don't feel that I have the bandwidth to complete something, I'll just say no. So that hasn't been as much of an issue. Probably the biggest challenge is just having the right mood because pictures really do speak a thousand words. And like, I have followers, they can tell in my eyes, they can tell in my face, they know when the energy is not right. And I know like when I'm posting things and I'm not uh, necessarily in a good energy or a good place, like they're going to flop. Is there anything that has like, that you've tried that um, has helped a little bit? Oh yeah. Like it's been a journey of kind of like trial and error with a lot of things. Um, One thing that was really cool was hypnotherapy reaching like the subconscious part of the mind. One of the things my therapist did with me was have me speak to my depression as if it was a person, like as if it was a character and ask it, like, why are you here? The answer that came from my subconscious was really interesting. It was saying, Lily is so busy that she never listens to her intuition. She never listens to herself. She's just always doing, doing, doing. And so the only way I can get her attention her to to work on herself and heal herself is to shut her down completely and that's what depression does it shuts everything down so you're left with yourself you're left with your shadow and you have to face it it gave me kind of like the sort of like the why of um of the depression like you can't explain depression completely but that was like a big piece of the puzzle you know how you mentioned that um your parents were behaved a certain way and and you kind of like conformed to that do you think that if your parents were the opposite it would have had a different effect on you? Um, yeah, I think so because there just wasn't any, um, I didn't have any coping skills modeled as many of us don't have, you know, like I didn't see people expressing and managing their emotions uh, at all. It's just like stuffing it inside and conflict never gets deal- dealt with. So it's just like constant chaos. And so that's why I'm so passionate about like, helping provide people with more tools just to get through life, just to get through the day. Cause so many people don't have any clue what to do myself included. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of like, uh, you know, like the grieving process. Like when you lose somebody, uh-huh. you have to allow your body to grieve uh-huh. and like, let those feelings out. Cause if you just kind of like bottle it in, it takes a toll emotionally on your body, but also physically it might apply the same thing to depression. Mm-hmm. One of my best friends died of cancer like years ago. I remember like I, I was just like, you know what? I just have to allow myself a, a whole day just to cry nonstop and just to let it all out. Mm-hmm. It did make me feel better. Like I still miss him and everything, but it did allow me to like move past that. Like when you were saying that about depression, it kind of like made that link and maybe might help people too. You know, oh, not, yeah. not bottling those those uh, feelings and stuff. Yeah. I mean, like when you think about our ancestors, like what did they do when somebody died? Like they wailed. They had days and days of just like screaming at the skies, you know, like just yeah. to get the trapped energy out. I used to watch a lot of those shows where they, um, I forgot what the show was called. It was years ago, but it was about like fixing relationships, like within couples and stuff. 
And I remember they had, um, you know, some like psychologists and therapists on, on the show. And I remember one time, one of the exercises was um, with people who had, um, you know, anger problems. One of the exercises they would have them do is they would put them in this room, you know, with a bunch of safety gear and a huge sledgehammer. And they would just go around releasing their, their, their anger, you know, by breaking glass and breaking doors and windows and stuff. And um, it was kind of like a, a release you know, for them to release those um, emotions so that they're not like bottled up. Totally. Everything we've learned about depression is like, it's, it's emotions that are trapped in the body. That's why like, when you look at like treatments for depression, like the most effective thing to do by far is exercise, but that's like the last thing any depressed person wants to do. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you learn um, most of those things? Was it from your therapist? Um, it was a lot of reading, a lot of Googling. Like I just had this really intense curiosity about depression because like being an American is just everywhere and it's like getting worse and worse and worse every day. So I was really curious about why and like, how can we fix this problem? Cause it's so major. Mm-hmm. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I'm 30. Okay. I'm a uh, 35. Like I remember when I was a kid in school, I don't think depression existed. Uh-huh. between my friends and classmates and stuff. We didn't know anybody who was depressed. Everybody was like happy all the time. What part of the country did you grow up in? Um, in Northern California. Okay. But now like it's completely different. So, you know, which makes me think like there's something that has changed for depression to be so prevalent now. Yes. There's a few like major factors that contribute to it what 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 do you think those are social isolation like people are staying at home more they're not as connected um a lot of that's due to the increase in electronics and technology sedentaryism or sudden oh what is the word sedentaryism Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know when you're not doing anything (laughs) and just sitting all the time like that's like super dangerous and also like so much of the food that we have I've done a lot of research about gut health and things like that. It makes us tired. It brings down our mood. It's just like, I think the big factors are the social isolation, being sedentary and having really, really bad diets. I agree a hundred percent. And also like not having the tools for emotional regulation or social connection. I think uh, it'd be good for somebody who does have um, depression to like think about those things. And it's like, Hey, do I check off all those boxes? It probably is, you know, a combination of like those things. I mean, there's so many factors. I mean, this is just kind of like my take on it. Like there's a thousand opinions on what causes depression, but I mean, there's no doubt it's kind of like a Western problem right now. And I think the crazy thing too, is that um, every country starts adopting like the Western um, lifestyle. So I think with time, that's going to be a worldwide problem, not just like in the U.S. Yeah, for sure. Although being here in Spain has been really an interesting kind of study to see how people live very differently. What was that? Like living in Spain has been interesting for me to observe like how people here live. Like it's much happier, much better quality of life, much longer lifespan. Like what kind of um, differences? Can you be more like specific? I mean, it, it's highly social. Like one of the sweetest things, like I saw 
well, a lot more before now, but it was like groups of old people hanging out, like three old ladies, like arm in arm, just walking on the street talking or like groups of old men at a cafe drinking coffee together. Like we don't see that kind of like elder connection in the U.S. And it's not just elders, but like young people, like people are always out with their friends here, like so much more connected socially, which makes a huge impact on happiness. Because in America, it's like work is king. So like when I remember trying to schedule like coffee dates with my friends and it's just like, you have to do it like weeks or months in advance because everybody was working so much. And so sometimes it's just like, why bother? Like you just kind of give up and everybody just does their own thing. And oof. I know I was like that before. I, I My life was not balanced at all. Kind of mentality, the, the you know, of working and hustling, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a di- um, contagious. Yeah. I remember working for um, a, a design a, a advertising agency in San Diego, and everybody there was all about making money. Like, yeah. oh, how do we make more money? How, how, you know, oh, I made the company this much money, and it was millions of dollars that they were making like a month. Mm-hmm. I kind of fell into that, to where I was like, okay everybody's, you know, hustling and, and like working overtime. And and so yeah. I felt pressured to do the same. I was like, okay, I need to find ways to, for myself to make more money. And, and like, I, at one point I was working two jobs, a full-time job and a part-time job. You just burn out. Yeah. People do that because they think money is going to make them happier. Well, let me, let me ask you, you said that you grew up not rich, right? Um, I've kind of been like on every income level. Like mm-hmm. there are times my family lived in like section eight neighborhoods and then times when we had like a big house in the country. So I've kind of seen different angles. So like, let me ask you this, being a successful model and making you know more money than the average person, would you say that that made you happier? Uh, no. <laughs> It's given me a lot of interesting life experiences that I'm super grateful for. But as they say, like happiness is an inside job. You still have to face yourself at the end of the day and the money can't, can't hide that. You know, if you go like on YouTube and stuff, you, you have like all these people trying to figure out how to grow their, their Instagram accounts, how to get more followers, how to get more likes. You've got 2 million followers on Instagram. Has that made you happy? Um, (laughs) what a good question. It's definitely something that I'm grateful for. Yeah, it's always a roller coaster there. Sometimes it makes me happy and sometimes it horrifies me. (laughs) You know, it's it's a big... Why is it? Why is it a roller coaster? Yeah. I mean, for me, because it's like I'm opening myself up to the world, you know? It's like... There's creepy messages, there's hateful messages, there's really kind, positive, encouraging messages, there's really romantic messages. Um, so it's it's just a mix. But I, I, I guess it's made me uh, a little bit happier. It brings some joy to my life, I could say that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's anything outside of myself that can be, that can make me happy. It's, it's all my responsibility. I think like money it does bring happiness, but it's temporary. Mm-hmm. I myself grew up poor. Like I remember um, uh, my parents, my parents came as immigrants here. Uh, 
And when we grew up, we lived in a in a one bedroom apartment. Me and my brother and my parents in this living in the same like tiny bedroom. It was just like two, you know, like the 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 small beds, the um, twin beds. My parents lived on one, and and there was just room for like a little nightstand in the middle. And then me and my brother slept on the other one. Wow. And then we lived in like a studio apartment, like the four of us later on when we were teenagers or like almost teenagers. But like to be honest, we didn't even know we were poor. <laughs> After high school and stuff, I started like my graphic design business. I was making a lot of money for like at the time for being like 20 years old. Eventually was able to make like a six figure income. You think like a lot of people that when you have more money, you'll have more um, uh, less things to worry about. Right. <laughs> less, less problems like, oh, yeah, I don't have to worry about paying rent. I have to worry about this and that. Like a lot of people think it'll be less stressful if I had more money. Because I don't have to worry about bills. I don't have. To. But I found that I was more happier when I was broke. Hmm. I think that says a lot about the the true sources of happiness and kind of like your values. I want to ask you how you ended up getting into modeling. It started out as a hobby because I was really into like Marilyn Monroe movies, and so I started as a pinup model. Just made like a little Facebook page as my character. And then it grew pretty fast. And then one of my fans recommended that I um, try plus size modeling. And so I wrote to a couple agencies and like one wrote back to me within 10 minutes. And it happened to be like the number one plus size agency in the country. So I was like, wow, this is really lucky. <laughs> I, them. I worked for a little bit, but I did not realize how rough that industry is. Oh my God. So I only lasted like a year or two doing it. And then I was like, you know what? I just want to go back to modeling as a hobby. Like it's kind of like a creative way to express myself. And then eventually I figured out how to to monetize it myself and make it my career. As far as like depression, would you say that that would like help you cope with being depressed or not at all? Uh, No. (laughs) Hmm. Um. I, it's very hard for me to want to create anything when I'm depressed because you really don't want to do much of anything yeah. in those moments. For me, in those situations, I don't feel like doing anything. Like uh-huh. I love, I, um, I work as a music producer now, but and I love making music. Every day I wake up and, I, and I'm excited to, to make music. Uh-huh. But in those rare times, I don't feel like doing anything, making music. I don't feel like playing video games. I don't feel like going outside. I don't feel like yeah. talking to anybody. I just feel like wasting the entire day until I don't feel like that anymore. Yeah, I totally understand. I mean, I've had, thankfully, some people who <laughs> I can call when I'm depressed and they're like, you know what? Just open up your window. Like, just put on some clothes. Like, just, I mean, I think when you're in those moods, you have to start really small, like with really tiny baby steps. Like, it's unlikely you're going to go to the gym, but you can open your window or you can drink a cup, cup of water, or you can take a shower. Mm-hmm. I had a few uh, thoughts that I wanted to say based on like what we talked about earlier, yeah. like did read about like in terms of if money uh, creates happiness. I read a study that said that it did. If you're going from poverty to middle class, there can be a, a huge increase in happiness, but it's only until $60,000 a year for an American. And then after that, um, additional money doesn't really make that much of a difference in happiness levels. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. I think Kinda I'm. I think I'm. The, I'm the exception. Then I think. Yeah. When I moved to San Diego for that job, I was making exactly sixty grand a year. To me, that was a lot. I was like, "Oh, damn!" Like I don't know anybody making sixty grand. So that was like that was a lot to me, but it didn't bring me happiness. Still, it was. Yeah. I mean, it was cool because I could buy all these things that I never had the money to do. I got into um, photography, doing like oh. glamour photography. So I was able to buy, you know, cameras and stuff that like, if anybody's a photographer, they know that that's an expensive hobby, but I always wanted to do that. So like it allowed me to do that. But I I could still say that I was happier when I was broke. When I look at it, it, I think, to be honest, it was just because I was more uh, social. Like, you remember how you said that um, over there you see like, you know, old people hanging out and kids hanging out and, you know, doing stuff. That's what I was doing. Every single weekend, I would go out to a party an hour away or something. I had like a huge network of friends and stuff. So there was literally parties going on every single weekend. Yeah. And we'd go out. Sometimes I wouldn't even have money because, uh, you know, we had like a, a tradition of like after the party would go out to eat at Denny's or something. I wouldn't even have enough money to go to eat afterwards, hmm. but I would still go just to hang out with everybody. And I think like this whole situation is making the whole effects of depression even worse. Yeah. You know, Especially with isolation, man. That's like yeah. really, humans were not designed to be living like this. We're very thing. And then the whole, um, you know, working hard and hustling. A lot of times, like you're doing that in isolation and you mm-hmm. forget, you forget to, um, you know, have a balanced life and have a social life just because you're focused on you know, making money. Yeah. I have a Spanish friend here who just called me out because he's like, you are living goal to goal. He's like, you're always thinking about the future. You're always thinking about the next step, like always thinking (laughs) about your business and stuff. And he's like, you're missing life. And he really challenged me to work on like being more present and to not be always like a hundred steps ahead. Like, Missing out everything that's here to enjoy. Do you listen to uh, Gary Vaynerchuk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He always talks about that. You need to have goals. But the problem is that a lot of people just focus specifically on the goal mm-hmm. and, and like getting to there and saying like, okay, I'll be happy when I reach this goal. Yeah. But his thing is always, which I, I agree 100% with, is that like have the goal there to have a goal, but enjoy the process of getting to that goal exactly because then that way you know you're enjoying what you're doing right now and you don't have to wait to be happy until you reach the goal i mean i've been super guilty of like postponing happiness and i feel like it's a very common kind of american thing of like yeah. oh i just finished this and then and i just finished this and then yeah. it never ends have you seen um there was a, a paris hilton documentary yes i did <laughs> <laughs> she she was like talking about the same thing she made a comment of like um oh my my goal is is i want to be a billionaire and i and she literally said i'll be happy when i make a billion dollars yeah you just have to give yourself permission to be happy right now doing what it is you're doing on the journey to your goal well that's such a huge piece of the puzzle is like especially when it comes to self-love 
is like understanding that we're all works in progress, but we still can deserve good things and a good life, even if we're not completely the way we want to be. Is there anything else, uh, you know, before we wrap up that you wanted to say or like um, share your where people could follow you? Uh, they can follow me at Lily Lux on Instagram. It's L-I-L-L-I-L-U-X-E. I'm also on Twitter and Tumblr and TikTok and YouTube and, and Pinterest, I think. <laughs> Lots of places. Thank you so much for um, doing this with me and uh, being like one of my first guests. I appreciate the time and, and like the insight and like the things that you shared. Uh, my pleasure. Don't forget me when you're famous. <laughs> I'll return the favor. Perfect. Really? Anytime, anytime, you, if you have something to you want to talk about, you'll always be welcome. Oh, thank you. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I can start discussing more serious things on my my platform because i want to start using it for good all right lily well um i'll let you go i know it's, it's like late over there in spain um <laughs> not too bad but um it was a pleasure talking with you and um hopefully like we'll set up something else sounds good all right have a good night you too see ya